Sophie Hardy and the Battle of the Myriad by M. R. Dale, narrated by Leona Hall. Chapter 12 Another Opinion. Being plunged into a darkened room took some getting used to for Sophie. Although she was back in her avatar, it still took a few seconds before she saw the brown stone walls that surrounded her in such a confined space. In that time, so much ran through Sophie's mind. What was she doing going against the wishes of adults, especially ones as powerful as Alton King? The Sophie of old would never have done such a thing. Teachers and other adults at school would have said that it was extremely unlike Sophie to disobey anyone, but here she was, almost convinced that showing a blatant disregard for what she had been told was more than the right thing to do. Sophie again thought about how she was thought of as the good girl or a role model. Convinced that now was the time to do away with that once and for all, after all, she now had more life experience than most adults and so Sophie believed she knew better than them. She wondered exactly who there was that she could disappoint now. Miss Sissons had told her to go. Clara was an accomplice. Amelia wasn't interested in anything her or Lizzie was doing. There was no school, so no teachers would be cross. And Dad was... Sophie stopped thinking at that point as her stomach turned and she decided she needed no more reassurance that she was going to do the right thing by going to Meliora to find answers. There was one individual that might have some more information on it before they went though. Show yourself, she said, authoritatively. In front of her, the Encantado took a step forward. Time for another round of pointless questioning, it asked with an air of arrogance. Tell me about Meliora. You must have heard stories, Sophie asked, without batting an eyelid. For the first time that Sophie could remember, the Encantado looked at her with an air of uncertainty. Sophie realised that she had some form of upper hand, but would have to play this very carefully. How do you know this place? it asked. Sophie just shrugged as she couldn't decide whether the truth or a lie would be best, so decided something in the middle would be best. Take me with you, it added, before Sophie could get another word out. Swear you will take me there and I will tell you everything. Why would something like you want to go to a place like that? Sophie asked. The Encantado shuffled uncomfortably and Sophie could see she was pushing the right buttons, something that her, Clara and Yasmin had failed to do in the last ten days. Why would I want... The Encantado began. It stopped itself, tutted and rolled its dolphin eyes as if Sophie was being stupid before restarting. It is a place of wonder and majesty amongst my people. When I was released... Not entirely how it happened, Sophie interrupted. When I got out of here before, I heard stories of this place. All mythical creatures who reside there are treated as heroes and are part of a community that betters what they are. Even old friends of mine from the underworld, such as Lycan, have been promoted to positions of authority. Sophie smiled. She knew exactly what to say next. We will take you there, she said confidently, knowing that if the Encantado laughed it off as being too dangerous for humans, then she knew not to go, but if he agreed to take her there, then it would be safe and no harm would come. Fine, but only you three can take me, the Encantado replied. Why only us three? she asked, realising that the Encantado didn't know about Lizzie becoming an agent. The Encantado looked at her, seemingly confused as to if Sophie knew of this place, then she should know the answer to that question. Take me there and you will see why. Not yet, Sophie replied, and she turned away from it, deliberately provoking a reaction. Sophie had her answer. 
it would be safe for her, Clara and Yasmin and Lizzie to go there, but under no circumstances would she even consider releasing the Encantado without more information on Clara's parents. Hearing the rejection and deception sent the Encantado into a rage. It started kicking and punching the walls and letting out the most horrendous screams that would have pierced Sophie's ears had she not been in her avatar. Fortunately, she activated mute on her implant, so the sound didn't even register with her. When it had stopped, she turned the volume up again and listened to its murmurings. I can tell you everything about where the dark-haired girl's parents are being held, despite what her father did to... The Encantado was bordering on begging. Just take me there. I will reveal everything. They can get me back to the underworld to see... Not yet, Sophie interrupted. She was strangely enjoying seeing this creature, which had caused so much upset to her cousin suffering. While she had the Encantado grovelling, Sophie thought she might try one more question that she hadn't thought to ask in ten days. She and Clara had been so set on finding out where Clara's parents were that it hadn't occurred to them to ask about the other problem they were having. What do you know about Condonar? The Encantado stopped muttering, walked over to Sophie until their noses were almost touching. What did you say? it asked unflinching. Sophie wasn't in the slightest bit intimidated by this. She had stared down Minotaur, Changelings and Dragons. This computer-generated Encantado was nothing now. I said, what do you know about Condonar? Because she's coming. Sophie didn't take her glare off the creature or balk at all. The Encantado became the first to blink and started rambling uncontrollably, as if someone had actually turned its fear on. If she is coming, you have to take me there. They are the only ones who can protect me. The likes of me would never be part of her plans. She would destroy everything that makes me who I am. Years ago, she would have seen that I was just trying to get to my family, but now... We will talk again very soon, I feel, Sophie replied with a smirk on her face. Had she had more time, she would have probed about Condonar some more, but she had promised her friends that she would be back soon. The mindless, incoherent gobbledygook that blurted out of the creature then went in one of Sophie's ears and out the other. She had defeated the creature and she was basking in her glory. To gloat a bit more, before she left, Sophie waved a cheeky goodbye to the creature and reappeared back in her bedroom. The Encantado fell to the floor, screamed and began hitting the stone-cold slabs angrily. The girl had just overstepped the mark and it was going to make her and her little friends suffer given even the slightest opportunity. If Condonar was coming and the girls knew where Meliora was, there was only one thing the Encantado could do. Sophie, meanwhile, felt like power and adrenaline were rushing through her body and it felt amazing. Getting answers from the monster that had helped make their lives miserable for the last week or so made Sophie feel superhuman. Granted, they weren't the answers to the questions that she wanted, but next time Clara was let loose on it, Sophie would know what buttons to press and finding out about Clara's mum and dad should prove to be a lot easier. Feeling like she was a foot taller, Sophie carried this newfound air of confidence back with her to the group in her bedroom. The Sophie Hardy Saga was written and produced by M.R. Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels, or if you would like to purchase a copy of the book, then be sure to check out our website, www.sophiehardysaga.com. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy.